Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one and all to episode 199 of the Codex Prime podcast, Skype Coronavirus Edition for Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. I am your host, Victor Romoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. 199, shit. That's right, man. Yeah, we are one episode away from episode 200, and it's going to fall on our fifth anniversary of the Codex Prime podcast, May. The Which month of May. Next month, like, yeah. yeah. Best five yeah. years of my life. <laughs> Great five years. I, I cannot deny it. Yeah, it has been a pretty pretty remarkable five years, I'll say. Um, yeah, I, it's 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 amazing that we're still doing this thing. Uh, I know three years after uh, we became a two man act uh, since uh, Maurice and Aris left the show, so and it's been pretty. That's, even that's like wow! <laughs> I didn't even realize it was three years. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's been it's been quite a ride, and it continues to be quite a ride. Um, yeah, man. So, anything new on your end, man? How how how's life? Well, <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, I guess to, I might as well just put the cat out of the bag. Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday I was I found out that one of my uh, clients that I work with. Tested positive, so I was exposed. But I was tested today. It turns out I'm negative, so I'm still good. Um, but goddamn, I hate this thing. Um, I literally just been playing a shit ton of Grand Theft Auto Five. That's what's up, man. I mean, it's a classic, and I'm glad that you're healthy, by the way. So that's a scary situation. That. Yeah. I still managed to keep it. Uh, I mean, I still managed to keep it calm, but I was a bit panicky. But I'm okay now. But, um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. And, you know, I caught, I actually um, caused, caught, got a nice little, made a nice little purchase on the PlayStation Spring Sale. Okay, yeah. I know that's still going on. Oh, oh, is it still going on? Ooh, hopefully it goes on Friday. You know, I actually got a little, actually I learned I'm getting a little extra on my paycheck this week. So, um but yeah, I ended up picking Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas for like less than 20 bucks. For like 18 bucks. Nice. Wow, that's pretty cool. Those are some three three classics right there. Yeah. Yeah. I especially love the soundtracks for um, San Andreas and uh, Vice City. You know, there's actually an Easter egg in 5 where you actually can find cj's grave, like cj's grave really yeah i gotta send you the link but and i actually did find it the last time i um the last time i played the last time i played it but um yeah i'll send you a link yeah i'll send you a link hmm. and maybe you can turn it on and find it for yourself okay but you find cj's grave in here wow Dang. Well, R.I.P. CJ. Yeah. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that and then shout outs to um, the party nerds. I'm in a I'm now in a street. 
I wouldn't say it's a league, but it's like a group where we just kind of get together and just play fighting games with each other. Sweet. So, like, we all got on a WhatsApp and just, we all got on a WhatsApp group chat and then we we try to just, you know, get together whenever we can. And we was playing some Street Fighter. We had to get the 30th edition, the 30th anniversary edition. So, so you know, I have as like, and we, you get to pick up, you know, which game, which specific specific uh, Street Fighter title you want to play, play, and then we just been kicking each other's ass. Nice. Shout out to Noda, yo, he was like the king of the mountain that that last night we played. Mm-hmm. Nice, that's but, the way. To... Yeah, yeah, but that's a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll probably get in. Depending on what time we uh, get out, get off this thing, I'll probably hop on a bit. Mm. Or if it's you know dark side of the ring, yeah, it's been so good. It's been so good. Oh, you know, speaking of yeah, speaking of dark side of the ring, I did watch the Jimmy Snuka episode uh, the, last week. Yeah, and that messes up your perception of him, doesn't it? Like I was like I was aware of the of the allegation that he murdered his girlfriend uh, for for a few years, but watching it, it just pretty much confirmed like a lot of a lot of the uneasy suspicions I had, and it's like oh man, like because because watching it too, like I I actually felt for Tamina Snuka, you know, just yeah. just she's going through seeing that out there, you know, as a as a documentary. And it's like, God damn. And, and you know the tro- you know them trolls. Yeah. Yeah, those trolls are merciless bunch of dickheads. But but more but more so than that, it also casts a, a huge negative uh, shadow on Vince McMahon, especially what last week's incidents too do do that more more so more than that in, in a bit. But the fact that Vince McMahon well, the alleged fact, rather, that Vince McMahon paid off, off hush money, maybe paid hush money or attempted to pay hush money to um, Nancy Argentino's uh, sisters and their family to, you know, sweep it under the rug, more or less, or even paid hush money to authorities to to protect Snooker. Yeah, and the cop that they hired, that they were interviewing, like. Was just beating around the bush as much as he can, and I was just like, "Dude, you're not convincing at all." No, no, he wasn't. That <laughs> guilty to the point where, and excuse me for this, I literally had to laugh at that guy because yeah. it was just so not convinced. I'm like, "Dude, you're just not helping your case at all. Like, this is." Ba- like it's so bad that I had to like laugh at him because he just could not get his story straight. Oh no, not at all. Like this dude, if this dude was on the stand in a trial, like he would be found guilty. Like the book would be thrown at him. Yeah. Because like he was like dodgy. He was so dodgy with his responses. He kept looking off to the side. It was like, dude, you could not be more obvious. Obvious, exactly. And you're yeah. training. Like some of these officers are like trained to be like like I don't know to be, they're really trained to be convincing you can be more convincing than that mm-hmm. yeah you know especially you know during situations like that it's just I don't know I just 
he just wasn't convincing. And it hurts too because I actually personally met Snooker. Oh wow. And he was one of the nicest people that you ever meet. Mm. Yeah. Like I I met him two separate separate occasions on indie events. One to take the picture, and then he came and then he came back around this way. And I went to another event where he signed where he signed the picture, and he was like very happy just to see that he was signing a picture that we took together. And I talked to him for a bit, and I'm like, dude, I'm really talking to Jimmy Snuka. and it was just a great experience. But then it's just like, ah, oh, this hurts. Yeah, and and coming away from that documentary, it's like. Yeah, I'm 99% sure he did that shit. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 But th- tonight's episode is going to be real good, though. That w- This is what I'm looking forward to. Oh, is it? Which one is that? Is that Dino the. Bravo. Ooh, that's, a, that's an infamous story. Yeah. 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 Still can't top New Jack, so I won't. Oh, man. Like. I haven't seen the new Jack one, but I've I've read, I've read like detailed reviews on it, and I've listened to some podcasts about it, and it's like, yo, this dude sounds like a piece of human dog shit. Holy shit! The, the thing was, you know what it is? It's more, it's more comical than it is like you know more serious than the other stories that they tell. It is just like, I mean, like. You couldn't help but at at the story. I mean, when he's just like, first of all, the news said I stabbed him fourteen times. I only stabbed him nine times. I counted, and I was like, "What this?" Wow. (laughs) That's the face. That's the face that I had to laugh. Like it is just like. I mean, like, yo, like, if, if New Jack wasn't in wrestling, like, he would be a straight career criminal. He would have been under the jail. Like, I don't know how he's in under the jail now. Because, like, his, I mean, the I saw... The dude dropped the charges. He dropped the charges. Listen, he dropped the charges. This is why you, you have to watch it. Because it's more fun. It actually is more funny than serious. Like, mm-hmm. he dropped the charges, and he's like, well, maybe we can actually make an angle out of this and take it on the indies and make some money. Okay, dude never saw him again. Jack never saw him again. Mm. I'm like, he literally just gave you a get out of jail free card. Yeah, yeah, that that guy was kind of dumb for that for that one. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but like I I saw a YouTube comment about about the episode which which kind of summed it up. It said that basically New Jack's gimmick is his father. <laughs> Basically, when you think about it, I mean, yeah. I, I think you know what that yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Because like, if you and he does tell he does tell a story about his father too. Which, mm. Dude, just watch it, just watch it. It's literally it's you. You probably just get a laugh. You'll get a laugh. You actually will get a laugh out of it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely check it out for sure. But man, New Jack is goddamn like. He should be like he should be blackballed from the industry forever. And I don't understand how he's not. He, I really don't. Yeah, that shows how carny professional wrestling can be, man. Oh, and then the Brawl for All episode. Oh my god. It's it just more. Okay. Brawl for All was tra- was just like 
embarrassingly hilarious. That's what I'm going to say. And that's pretty much what it was. That's pretty much even J- Jim Ross was like, yeah, pretty much what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it was. And what was so funny, too, is just like, I don't know what it is. Am I, I hope I'm not the only one who's enter- who's literally entertained by the the feud between Vince Russo and Jim Cornette. Um, like Cornette hates him so much, and the things he says is just like it, it's it's just, just the things that he says is just funny to me. Yeah, but you know, Cornette is just you know he he's mentally unhinged. Uh, oh a, yeah, absolutely. I will definitely not disagree with you on that one. Yeah, like talking about like he wants to piss on Vince on Vince Russo's grave when he dies if he dies first. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Just it's been like twenty years. Just let it go, man. Just let it go. It's all right. Listen, Vince Russo filed a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. Vin, Jim Cornette sold autographed copies. Of the restraining order. <laughs> what? He gave, he gave the money to charity, but it, you see that you see why you gotta laugh at that. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right about that. That's just some next level unnecessary pettiness right there. <laughs> oh it, it is, it is. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. But one thing, uh, another thing too. This past week of something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Was very was a very good one. Okay. They did a person that yeah they did a person out no not this past week the week before. Mm-hmm. Eh, last week's was kind of meh. It was it was cool. It was cool. This past this past episode was um, nails. Oh my god! I remember that dude the the inmate who was feuding with Big Boss Man. Yeah, they <laughs> had to they had to alter his voice. Uh huh. When he did promos. Oh, why was that? Was it just for the effect? No, like, it was a simple fact that his voice was higher than mine. Oh shit! <laughs> In that case, they should have kept the voice then. <laughs> okay, yeah, just have a big six foot uh, ex convict with uh, with a voice that sounds like he's freaking seventeen, like ninety. Sounds like he's twelve. Go ahead. How intimidating is that? I mean, they could have ran with the gimmick, you know. They could have, like, you know, let it run its course. Maybe have him team up with Doink the Clown and then have him disappear. <laughs> yeah, I just, Come on, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to be silly, just be all the way with it, is what I'm saying. Well, he's supposed to feud with the... He was, a, he was supposed to feud with the boss, man. So how are you going to make a convict? Well, true. Because I'm, th- I'm thinking of... Because I'm thinking of Undertaker, his cameo appearance from the Suburban Commando. <laughs> Somebody like posted that recently too, and I was just like, God damn it, man! But it it did its job. It was funny. Yeah. But um, but last week, but the episode before that mm-hmm. was was a personality piece on Paul Bearer. Ah, the late great Paul Bearer. First, interestingly, him and Sonny did not get along at all. Yeah, I, I heard something like, like I actually watched his interview he did years ago with Jim Cornette, and he actually talked a bit about that, which was which was pretty hilarious. Yeah. It, it's still on YouTube actually. If you type in Jim oh, yeah, Cornette, yeah, that's 
watch it. Yeah, that's the same interview where he um he revealed the secret of the Undertaker. Uh, the the, yeah, the one the one opponent that the Undertaker will never be able to defeat. Mm. Cucumbers. Yeah, that's so damn weird. That's the thing. I lo- but people, you know what? People do have their things. Like I cannot do pickles. Really? Like you just do don't like? Pickles. Not to save my life. I nope. Well, the only time now, like the only time I'll eat a pickle is if I'm eating the uh, Popeyes chicken sandwich. But other than that, won't even. Nope. Not uh, even near the plate. Wow. Interesting. Oh, and then. And me and also me with coffee. Yeah, I know you're anti-coffee for life. Yeah, I just can't do. I cannot do it. I hate the taste. I hate the smell. I hate like even like when Tasha bakes stuff, and she'll probably like mix a little like coffee flavor stuff and like the chocolate, and then I pick it up, and I'm just I'm like, oh, what? The, I'm like, why you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But, Although. Um, Although I I will say, like at Trader Joe's, like they have these uh, coffee flavored ice cream brownies. Disgusting. I I like it. I like them. It's 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 like it's like basically like a like an ice cream sandwich, like with the two like brownies with like the coffee ice cream uh, as a filling. It's pretty. But then again, you you eat pineapple pizza, so you're you're just automatically just disgusting as it is. Listen, pineapple pizza, like when cooked properly, when it's prepared properly, it's tight as fuck. I still swear by Dave's Kitchen's variety and uh, Pizza J Providence, two of the best ones you'll find in the state of Rhode Island. Can't tell me otherwise. That shit is gross. But I will say this (laughs) you know what I know? You know who actually came up with the Paul Bearer name? Uh, Who? Road Warrior Hawk. Really? That's random. He's like, well, you know, his name should be Paul Barra. You know, like, Paul Barra? Well, Paul Barra. And they <laughs> liked it. Like, he, they were saying, Rick Rude was actually one of the guys who brought him into the WWE because they both did it, you know, spent some time down in um, Texas. And he was already, you know, I know you heard the story, true. He was already a licensed mortician. So it's like they already had the Undertaker gimmick. And then there was just like, all right. So uh, when they were interviewing, they was like, all right, so what do you do? Well, I am a licensed mortician. And everybody lost their damn minds. Mm. Like everything was just falling into place right then and there. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, it shows you how, uh, how life can just fall into place like that. You know, you yeah, never know. and then... And what's crazy is how we, you know, when they needed to get like caskets for casket matches and stuff. Mm. Oof. Like now they sell caskets at Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> well, I, 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 you can eat, you can get them easily, easier now. But back then they couldn't, so they actually had to use Paul Bearer's um, mortician license. To actually get the caskets and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, but to good use. Yeah, and then so then Bruce was like, Bruce was saying, I actually went inside one of the caskets too, you know, preparing for the casket matches, and he's like, you know, 
you go to a funeral and they look so peaceful, they look so comfortable. You think they're actually comfortable. That shit's uncomfortable than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not like they, it's not like the body's gonna raise up and say, "Yo, this ain't working out for me." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense, but it's like, wow, you know, I never would have thought that because they look like if you've seen a casket, like it looks comfortable. Yeah, with all the padding and whatnot. Yeah, but he's like, nope, it's not. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just for show. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, that's what I've been up to during this quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. Quarantine. <laughs> I saw somebody yeah. post that. I got, I got a good laugh out of it. Yeah. What about you? What you been up to? Oh, man. I've just been... Um, like right before we started the episode, I just finished uh, uh, my final paper for the semester. The forty, <laughs> so, the forty-page one. Well, actually, that turned out to be seventy-one pages, and then uh, and then I had to, I just had to finish a ten-page law paper, and I'm like, yo, what the f, man? I just got done with this major project, and I got to do this other paper. I just, I just banged it out. So, like, right before we got on Skype, I was just, like, on the finishing touches, and then I just, like, hit send. So, I'm just I'm just glad that that's out of the way, because now the rest of this semester, like, the last couple weeks will be gravy. It'll just be pretty much smooth sailing. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Days Gone on the PS4. Okay. Uh, yep, that was one of the, one of the three games I bought uh, from the spring sale on the PlayStation uh, Store. Uh, it was one of the three uh, pandemic-themed games I bought. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but, uh, but Days Gone, I've been playing a lot of it, and it's really good. Um, I know it came out. It originally came out last year, and yeah. um, they, it, it did receive like mostly positive reviews. But there were like a few like technical um, issues that it had that gamers found it had. And then over the course of last year, it did receive a few patches that pretty much like brought the game up to up to speed. Mm-hmm. And so playing playing it, it's a it's really good. I do recommend it. It's a open world uh, third person survival horror game. Uh, it takes place two years after this pandemic hits hits the world, and you play as a a, a biker named Deacon Saint John. Um, cool name. Yeah, I, I like that name. Yeah, and um, him and his uh, and his uh, his his friend Boozer, uh, they're two of the last uh, members of their motorcycle club, the Mongrels. So they're so they live in, in in Oregon, so in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, throughout the game, uh, Deacon Saint John he still believes that his girlfriend or his wife, rather Sarah, is still alive, and um, and he's tr- and he's on a mission to find her. And so throughout the game, you're traveling through different parts of uh, the of Oregon. You're going to like different camps, which are run by different leaders, and you do missions for them. You also upgrade your motorcycle. Um, there's also like a day and night cycle in the game. So at night, uh, you run into these zombies. Uh, and you sort of run into the, run into them during the day, but at night, the zombies, which are known as freakers, the people call them freakers. Um, they're they're like stronger at night. They're they they are they're faster. They take more they take more damage, 
and um, also occasionally you run into like hordes like huge hordes of like zombies like literally hundreds of them huddled up together at once and like the slightest sound or even if they if they see you like if you're close enough they'll like run at you like all sides like 28 days later and if you don't have enough stamina or if we can or if you can't get back to get, get back to your bike on time you're screwed and yeah it's pretty tense and um it's a pretty good story so far um i've gotten to, i've gotten through like two-thirds of the game and uh it's it's a really it's a really interesting story a lot lots of great side quests uh, you can also upgrade um like three different skills like you you can upgrade like your melee your melee weapons your melee attacks uh your weapons skills as well as your survival skills where you can like um like boost like your stamina your focus uh, which is kind of like you slow down time so you can like like, like line up headshots and headshots give you the most experience in the game um yeah it's, it's a it's a pretty tight game and i really recommend it especially if you're looking for your last of us part two fix which ain't coming anytime soon oh uh, you're <laughs> when i posted that article in that chat you had the best response ever please tell them what they tell the people what you said literally Oh man, like I was just like I don't I don't I don't remember what I said exactly, but I was like I was just like yo fuck the Rona, yo fuck <laughs> fuck, fuck this fuck everything. Um, I, I was I was very I was very upset. Needless to say, uh, yeah. But 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 Days Gone definitely fills that void. Um, I, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely finish it, and uh, I do recommend it, especially if you're a fan of um, interesting third-person shooters, uh, survival horror games. Got has a little little touch, little touch of Sons of Anarchy meets meets The Last of Us, uh, meets The Walking Dead. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Check it out. Days Gone, and it's like twenty bucks. Oh yeah, oh, God, that sale is so good, and I'm glad that's it. That listen, that's the best time to actually like have a sale like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially yeah. Like, we're all stuck inside. You got plenty of games to catch up on. I know. I've been, I've been, I've been watching. Nip, I've been not watching Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. Oh, okay. Me, 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 and my girl have a little chat. We have a challenge going on where I watch a show that she recommends. She watches a show that she, yeah, that I, she watches a show that I recommend. So okay. she chose Nip Tuck mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Is that on Netflix or? I chose This Is Us for her. Okay. Um, I'm actually enjoy- I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Just sometimes I get a little, I do get a little queasy when they show like all the operations and stuff. Yeah. You know, especially and you know me, I have a phobia of needles too. Once I see a needle, like I can't even look at it. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Is, is Nip Tuck on Netflix or is it on uh, Hulu? Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, uh, speaking of TV shows, um, oh, our girl's back. <laughs> yes, uh, Issa Rae back with Insecure season four. Yeah, so um, yeah, Monet and I have been watching that. Uh, we are definitely into it so far. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you think of uh, Insecure so far? Because I have some words. I am a fi- listen. I am part of the Lawrence Hive, and I am watching Our King thrive. <laughs> oh man, blue polo and all. <laughs> hey, 
you know, Lawrence is doing things, man. I'm glad that he's in a better place. You know, he's stepping up professionally. Uh, he's found a really good woman in Condola. Condola? Yeah, she's a pretty one, too. Oh yeah, she, and she's and she's actually very accomplished, and she's basically the type of friend that Issa needs. You know, at, yeah. at this, Issa's on the come up too professionally, and uh, even though even though it's, they're, they're they're still managing their awkwardness because you know Issa is Lawrence's ex, and they've been and they've been together for like five years, and Condola's yeah. just dating Lawrence, so it's like ooh, like how are they gonna manage their budding friendship and relationship, and then gotta deal with the Lawrence factor. So that's gonna be pretty interesting. Yep, I I still love me some Kelly. She is just so free. Oh, like nice. I want to just hang out with Kelly so bad, just to hang out with her. And I'll probably have the time of my life. Uh-oh. Kelly is uh, Kelly is the fun friend that everybody needs. And no. All that. Get no no no. Stop being bougie. Damn it. <laughs> no. I, I gotta I gotta I hard I got hard disagree with you, Carl, on Kelly because. Kelly is so unlikable. She's rude as shit. She's uncouth. She's she's a type of she's a she's a toxic motherfucker. Like she, like she's she's so toxic that like like if 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 you're if you're doing if you're doing well for yourself, like she'll tear you down just like that, and for no good reason. No. Molly is that way. No, Molly is that way. Oh, okay. just because of the simple fact that she needs to be the one on top, but. No, but but yeah, like I digress. Yeah, but I, I gotta say, like like Kelly, Kelly and Chad should be a couple because Chad is the male Kelly. Um, Chad is a douchebag. That dude. Tell me that wouldn't be a bit. Tell me that wouldn't be a sitcom. Oh, but Chad and Kelly. Yeah. Oh, that would be no. Nah, that's more like a YouTube short that will get old in like through two episodes, like because they're. Um. In- their energies are so toxic that they cancel each other out. I, 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 nah, nah. But Kelly's ready to take one for a team. And home dude didn't look like Bill Murray. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the old white dude at East is a mixer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, but, uh, I'm, but I'm, I'm very interested to see where this is going. I, like yeah. we're only two episodes deep, but it's like. Yeah, yeah. I already know for a fact the whole Issa and Condola thing that's gonna implode somehow, some way. Well, that and plus like Molly, like Molly's her own worst enemy. Like she's been that yeah. way since, since jump. Like she's like she keeps getting in her own way in that, like, you know, her this her this this new man she's dating, Andrew. Like he's he's cool. Like he's like Andrew's like he's putting up with a lot. Like if I was him, like I would have been cut off Molly because Molly's been acting too too bougie, too up her own ass to like really fully appreciate what Andrew's bringing to the table, and like and and and, and in fairness, Andrew was kind of was kind of a bit of a shit because he was refusing to open up uh, uh, at when at their little, little dinner at, at Molly's house. So you know the blame doesn't fall entirely on Molly's shoulders, but still, right. got to get her shit together though. She's got to yeah. get her shit together. Yeah, yeah. Also, ooh, another thing before I forget because I'm looking at my uh, my postage receipt. CGC is having like a shit ton of private signings. Like you know how I did the uh, Tom McFarlane private signing a couple of months ago. Yep. So I guess there was it was 
for like um, MegaCon or something like that. That's supposed to happen. That was supposed to happen somewhere, but obviously with COVID nineteen, it canceled. Mm-hmm. So they just gave people a chance to like get their books signed and graded by having like private signings. By I just shown I just sent one off to Clayton Crane. They're having uh, George Perez who did who did the art for Infinity Gauntlet. So I got my Infinity Gauntlet si- single issue. Nice. Um. Frank Miller's, they got Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. So I'm sending one off. Um, Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman, who did the um, who did the Absolute Carnage. Yeah. So I'm sending my number one in. And uh, there was somebody else who I was, who I was going to say. Chris Claremont's doing, Chris, Chris Claremont's on that list. Mm-hmm. And there was an there was another person, but I know those are the ones I'm gonna be sending out. So like pretty much every week, like I already got my books like lined up, ready to go. Mm. Nice. So I'm excited for that because I honestly I would say at least get one for collectors, at least get one. Okay. One just to like just so you can have a book that will it it accumulates value even faster. Mm-hmm. Like once you get it, but once you get it graded, boom! Like the value is like up instantly. Especially the higher the grade that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. So, you ready to finish off this tournament? Yeah, man. Let's get into it, man. All right. So we we got the next one because we got a couple of good. We got a couple of good tournaments for the people. So I'm. I'm ready to get into those. Oh yeah. So, all right. This one's got. Uh, let's start off with the uh, we're on the sitcom. Uh, the sitcom bracket. Okay. Family Matters versus Fresh Prince. Oh, Fresh Prince. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly, and they've been giving no. I've been watching a lot of that at work during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh. Yeah, is is this the first round uh, in that bracket, or is this a? Oh no, this is second. Second. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, like I said, like a Fresh Prince still holds up to this day. Family Matters. Like I've, you know, I've ranted about that show like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Family Matters. It has good elements, but it's too schmaltzy and too cheesy to really, to really have that staying power. So yeah, Will Smith and company gotta give it to them. I do have an unpopular opinion though. What's up? Well, I will say, Darkskin and Viv is the bet is the better one. Of but course. I feel that the episodes were better when she was light skinned. Really. They're like the episodes at home. Like I guess the story that they told better stories, but Doskin and Viv can't hold a candle to it. Yeah, um, even even though she still holds a grudge to this day. <laughs> Holy shit! It has the worst grudge. Doskin and worst grudge. Doskin and Viv or Jim Cornette? Ooh, that's a good question, man. <laughs> um, it's very close. Like I, I can't call it. That's too close to call for me. Nah, I, I would say I would say corny corny has wished death. Oh yeah, he did. I don't think I've heard I don't think I heard Aunt Viv wish death, but yeah, 
But the bitterness is strong, though. Oh, <laughs> All right. Next up, we got In Living Color versus Living Single. I had to go with In Living Color. Me too. Yeah. I don't own the season. I don't own the seasons of In Living Color for no reason. Yeah. I mean, and plus, like, Living, Living Single is good, but uh, Living, Living Color has so many classic sketches that I still laugh at to this day. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And that still holds up today, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so does Living Single, too. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I was always a Sinclair guy, you know, even when I was a young boy. Oh, yeah, me, too. Yeah. Me, too. The, the most slept-on couple ever. Was Sinclair and Overton Wakefield Jones? Yes. Yeah. That that couple doesn't get that couple does not get the respect it's due. That's true. It's true. Like they were they were like a match made in heaven. They were perfect they were. for jump. Yeah. They were. All right. Next up, the Office Chappelle Show. Uh, Chappelle Show. That's no contest. By a cinch, Chappelle. Chappelle. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know you were yeah. a office, office fan. Yeah. So it's, but Chappelle just kind of holds a dear, near, dear place in my heart. Okay. First of all, okay, this one actually consisted of uh, one of our disagreements. Okay. And I tell okay, one of our just our first disagreement was this was SNL versus Key and Peel. Yeah. So after tallying up all the votes from it from social media. Yep. SNL won by one point by one. Damn, just one. <laughs> just one. Hey, that tells all us. All right. So the next one is the next one is Stanford and Son versus SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Stanford and Son. I'm going to just go with Stanford and Son uh, because Stanford and Son, it has, it's unlike SNL, Stanford and Son was consistently funny. Um, yeah. And that's what it has one for it yeah yeah consistency is key yeah by the way you got john aponic was basically like t- team vet throughout this entire <laughs> throughout each post i think except for one hey i mean like you know you know great minds think alike sometimes and we oh, got an email from <laughs> yeah i know i read that email. <laughs> yeah well I'll, I'll read it on the show uh, by the end all right Next up, this one's gonna be a, this one's gonna be hard. Okay. X Men versus the Boondocks. The Boondocks. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go with the, I'm gonna go with the Boondocks, and here's why. Here's why because uh, while X Men, yeah, X Men is is, is is it's got the nostalgia factor going for it, especially from you know people of our generation. But you know, like what holds it back is the janky animation, which is terrible by today's standards. Um, also, like the Boondocks had was just was richer in its social commentary, richer in its themes. It was obviously funnier because it's a comedy. 
Um, it had uh, Boondocks has you know more interesting, more interesting, more interestingly realized characters in the X Men cartoon. I would say, um, yeah. So the Boondocks gets the edge on that. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I just on a yeah, on, on account that it's still it aged better. Yeah. Like, even though animation has even evolved since the Boondocks, like, I watched the Boondocks recently, I'm like, okay, like, the animation was a bit off mm-hmm. you know, compared to today's standards, but it's like, yeah. Like, but even though, like, X-Men did have those in-depth stories for a Saturday morning cartoon. They did. Yeah, they touched on some things. Yeah. Just Boondock spoke more to me personally, and I loved X Men. Just yeah. All right. Uh, next one was another debate. Was another these next? Okay, yeah. These next few were from uh, another tie a tiebreaker that we need. The first yeah. one was D- Dragon Ball Z versus GI Joe, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much Dragon Ball by two. Okay. Okay. Pretty close. Pretty close. And yeah. then there was, and then there was Ghostbusters versus Inspector Gadget. All right. Let's hear it. You motherfuckers. Pretty much Inspector Gadget by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, I told you, yo, yo, go, go, Gadget, son. I'm telling you. Yo, Inspector That's Gadget was... Everybody got hit with that. Oh, my God, Inspector Gadget. I'm going to go with Inspector Gadget. I haven't heard that word, and I haven't heard that title in a long time. I'm just going to go with Inspector Gadget. That's exactly what happened. No, no, Kiss my ass on that one. People realized that Inspector Gadget was a superior animated show. The superior opening theme, better characters... It was it was funnier. It was more interesting. It it just had it just had it. The Ghostbusters animated show was missing that it factor. That was it, it. had an it factor. That's why it spawned off the movies and it turned into a whole entire franchise. But I'll take the L. I'll take the L on that one. So now we got Dragon Ball Z versus Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Period. And, and, and listen, listen, Carl, listen, Carl. I mean, you you kind of froze up there, so I, I, I guess you I guess your screen froze up in frustration. But I'm gonna say this: um, Dragon Ball Z or, or Dragon Ball um, for me, like I just couldn't get into it. I can see why y- you and Aris and Furman, the whole fam squad, and everybody else y'all know are into the show. I personally just couldn't get into it because. It just what it just didn't speak to me. Like I'm not I'm not gonna diss the quality of the show. I can see why it has its fans. I'm not hating on the show whatsoever. But I must say, Inspector Gadget for me because a I'm more familiar with that show and b I must say this Inspector Gadget had more Inspector Gadget himself was a more interesting character than any of the characters I've seen on Dragon Ball. More interesting than Goku. More interesting not than Vegeta. All. More interesting than not Cell. At all. Not 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 at all. Go. Not disrespect the great name that is Gohan. Okay. So. All right. I mean, Doctor Claw was a better villain than anybody in Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, not Freezer. Not uh, Freezer. 
I mean, freezer, refrigerator, call him what you want. He can't hold a candle to Dr. Claw's cat, all right? <laughs> yes, uh, hell you can. You do more than that. To... Oh, man. But any, all right. You're going to need, we, damn it. We can't have no time breakers in this. We got to try to finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anything, we can just like, I don't know. No, I mean, we'll have people vote on them, I guess. Or flip a coin, whatever. Whatever works. <laughs> whatever gets us faster. All right, you know, we'll flip the coin. We'll flip the coin on that one. All right, Dragon Ball, Heads Dragon Ball, Tails, uh, Inspector Gadget. All right. We're doing all this from one hand. Dragon Ball. I think I, I think you fudged the results, man. I flipped the coin. You probably it probably I, ran on tails and then you flipped it over to heads because I can't see. I, I showed it to you. I showed you. <laughs> no, I'm just Dragon Ball. All right. <laughs> I would have one of the girls come down, but they're all getting ready for bed anyway, so. All right, next up, Simpsons versus South Park. Simpsons. Yeah. Hands down. I love South Park. Do not get me wrong, but Simpsons, that's my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And with the Simpsons, even like... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like... Actually, no, 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 no. I read that wrong. I oh. read that wrong. Okay. Because oh. um, Simpsons did win that one. Okay, the tiebreaker was... Ninja Turtles mm -hmm. versus Animaniacs. Animaniacs. By a fuck. Well, by two. By two. Oh. Animaniacs oh. by two. I told so you. This next, so this next battle is Simpsons versus Animaniacs. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to still give it to the Simpsons. Uh, as much as I like Animaniacs, um, I would say Animaniacs was perhaps, perhaps more. Con well, I mean, there's only a comparatively there's only like way fewer seasons. Uh, but Simpsons has the Simpsons is is consistently funny. Like even even yeah. in even in the lackluster seasons, like there's always something something new that you can appreciate uh, with the characters. Exactly. All right. All right, yeah, I'll go with Simpsons too. But ne another tiebreaker that we had was He-Man versus Ren and Stimpy. All right. Unfortunately, that one was a tie as well. Wow. Okay. So I got to flip the coin. All right. Uh, heads, He-Man. Yeah, see, here's the coin. Heads, He-Man. Hold on. Let me unplug. Let me unplug the charger real quick. Okay. Hedge, He-Man, Tails, Ren and Stimpy. All right. Flipping the coin. Okay. Tails, Ren and Stimpy. All right. Yeah. Ren Hoek and Stimson J. Cat win this one. First of all, you had to put... He had to put some emphasis on the hoek. <laughs> hoek. <laughs> oh, I love that cartoon. All right. 
So that means it's Ren and Stimpy versus Batman the Animated Series, and it is Batman No Questions Asked. Absolutely. Yeah, Batman. I mean, that's that's not even a contest right there, man. That's not that's not, not even fair Stimpy. Not even <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, now we're moving on to dramas. Okay. So we have Breaking Bad versus Watchmen. Uh, I, I'm going with Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad has the pop culture influence, so you gotta. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll still watch Watchmen though. Yeah. Ozark versus The Sopranos. Um, I'll go with The Sopranos. I, yeah. Like I said, I, I haven't watched either show, but you know, rest in peace to to late great James Gandolfini. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 24 versus Nip Tuck. Ooh, I'm going to go with 24. I'll go with 24. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and no, this, it's more action. There's more There's more to it. Yeah. And, although Nip Tuck... Wait, go ahead. Although I am glad that Nip Tuck uh, got over Game of Thrones. Very glad. By how much? By one. By one. Oof, narrow. Just By the one. Wind. Don't get too happy. It's all right. It's all right. As long as GOT doesn't get this due. Yeah. <laughs> You're so scarred. You're so scarred. All right. X-Files versus Prison Break. Oh, man. Um, I haven't seen either show. Um, because I'm a science fiction head, I'm gonna go with X Files. Um, I've seen a few episodes of X Files. Wait, um, read it, read it wrong again. My fault. Get now, it together, the Carl. next one actually involved the tie, a tiebreaker that we needed. It was The Wire versus Law and Order. Oh, The Wire. Come on, man. Landslide. Landslide. Yep, The Wire. Oh, of course, yeah. Speaking of The Wire, I just got Monet into the show. We watched the first two episodes because I'm re-watching the series again on Blu-ray. And she's really digging it so far. It's an excellent show. Like, for me, that's my – it's either my number one or my number two favorite show of all time. And since you have HBO, yeah, you should get on that. Bad, right? uh, what's up? I know. I do that to HBO. I still have my HBO logins. <laughs> I mean, I got my. I literally watched that clip again too. It is still that still holds up today. That's probably got to be that's tied up with the greatest Codex UWO moment. Oh, oh, which which would that be? B- between give um. The WrestleMania episode last year, mm-hmm. when I held up, when I made you wear the Nia Jack shirt throughout yeah. the whole entire episode, I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna give you the logins the whole entire time." I was like, "You motherfucker, motherfucker!" <laughs> 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 Carl, you are a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like. I literally looked at that clip and just still laugh hysterically. That it is tied with the um. When I had them do the hot sauce. Oof, the uh, Wicked Nightmare extract. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. 
That was painful. <laughs> Even then, like, Fred hit me up like, dude, it's, uh, you're not supposed to drink an extract. You're not supposed to do that to an extract. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it was still great. <laughs> really? It made great content. No, actually, an extract, it's, mi- it's an ingredient. Okay, so you're not supposed to, like, put it on, your t- on anyone's tongue. No, you're not. You're not supposed to take it directly. It's it's an ingredient. So, like, say if you were making, like, a chili or something, you would add that for the spice. But, yeah, it's not meant to be t- it's not meant to be digested that way. Well, um, I guess Kyle and Brian would appreciate hearing that now. <laughs> oh, I told them that. I told them. Damn. Yeah, I'll... So... <laughs> X-Files versus The Wire. Ah, The Wire. No question. No. But I will give I will give it to X-Files because they that was one of the like the science fiction shows like throughout the 90s that like that just that had its like core influence. I'm, like it hey. had a, it had an influence on pop culture, and from what I some what I see, many other shows too. I mean, yeah, it was it was definitely influential and popular uh, throughout the '90s. Um, but I will say, The Wire was consistently great uh, from beginning to end. There was not one bad episode, and the final episode of The Wire is one of the best finales in television. Whereas The X Files, this last season, was critically panned. So there's that. It's hard to close. It's hard to close. Mm. Oh, well, we should we should put that up to a poll though. X Files versus The Wire. Oh, why? Cause that's because you know the Wire is gonna win hands down. You know it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so the next time breaker that we needed was uh, Blind Date versus Next. Hmm. And this was actually the one. No, this one. And uh, next, by a landslide. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Trust me. You will never know how shallow people can be until you watch next. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, now we're falling into a reality show slash uh, game show. Mm-hmm. The Price is Right versus Next. Uh, I'm going with Price is Right. Me too. As much as I did love Next, but like The Price is Right, that wheel, that wheel is just, whenever you were homesick from school, that wheel was always there for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was. (laughs) All right. Next up. Double Dare versus Wheel of Fortune. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go with Double Dare. You son of a bitch! I gotta, you gotta go with Wheel of Fortune, man. The Wheel of Fortune. I, I, I gotta go with Double Dare because it was it was definitely the 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 more fun of the two game shows. Um, like you, you all can... that all that slime and muck that the kids had to run through to win prizes. It was fun. It was fun to watch. And Mark Summers was one hell of a game show host. I mean, so is Pat Sajak and Vanna White, mind you. But, yo, I think Mark Summers deserves more loves nowadays. When you, when yeah, you that's look why back- he's back on the chat. That's why he's back on the show with that, with that other girl, with that other little girl. But oh, he's real still- fortune every day at 7 o'clock. 
Yeah. And you, you grow. I, I dare you to watch Wheel of Fortune today, and you will still be trying to guess, figure out the puzzles. <laughs> um. Well, I haven't sat down and watched a whole episode since I was a kid. <laughs> and guess what? And you will do. You will do exactly that. This calls for the coin. Yeah, all right. Let's let's do it. I'm gonna go a double there. All right, heads double dare, tails wheel. All right. Wheel. Ugh. All right, all right. Biggie, uh, Biggie would be proud. I mean, I mean the fact that they've that, that they've done that show for like over thirty years, like nonstop, is just astounding to me. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I even got the PlayStation game. Yeah, wow. Well, it's yeah. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy in one. Okay. Yeah, amazing. All right, guts versus the real world. Uh, you know what? I've got a soft spot for guts, so that's what I'm gonna go with. I I was waiting for you to say that. All right. Okay, so we had. Another tiebreaker with Survivor versus Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Right. Three, uh, three against one. This was actually our lowest, uh, uh, the one we had with the lowest participation. Yeah. Survivor one. Okay. Yeah. And that's because and that's because my friend Jervis, who was on Survivor, he actually uh he chimed in on it. He's like, you know I gotta go Survivor. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So Survivor versus Jeopardy. Uh I'm gonna go with Jeopardy. Of course. Yeah. Seven every day at seven o'clock, seven thirty. Yeah. Alex Trebek, one of the greats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving along. So let's move back over to the uh, sitcoms. Yeah. This is where it gets real hard. This is going to get real hard now. All right, let's come on with it. Fresh Prince versus In Living Color. Ooh, oh, that's a good, that's a match. <laughs> you that's... Knew, I told you, these was going to come back and bite us in the ass. Oh, man. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus In Living Color. God. And I, I can only choose one. And I love I both. Oh, my God. Because um, if both of them are on, I'm watching that both of them somehow, some way at the same time. Mm. Um, uh, fuck. I, I, I guess by, by the slimmest of margins, I'm going to go with uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, man. Really? Really? Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Fresh Prince because like Fresh Prince, you know what? Yeah, because like it had, I mean, not only I mean both. I mean, you, you can make a, you can make the case for both shows, but I think what 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 brings Fresh Prince just over the hump just a little bit is the fact that it also nailed uh, some of the uh, dramatic moments that they had in the show. Like, like as funny as In Living Color is, like nothing compares to the episode where Will Smith meets his father. Oh, God, and, I'm so sick of that episode. I'm so sick. You know what it is? It's because people post it online all the time. I'm like, I am so sick yeah. of this episode. 
Yeah, and and of course, like it's it's gotten it's got memed a lot. Like my, the funniest the funniest meme I saw for for the Will Smith episode where he meets his dad and he's like, "How come they don't want me, man?" And Uncle Phil hugs him. Uh, the funniest one was I saw where um, uh, Roman Reigns on Twitter is like, "Roman Reigns, how come the fans don't want me, man?" And it shows like Roman Reigns hugging the Rock. That shit had me. That was after he won the Royal Rumble. I think it was in 2015, I believe, or 2016. Yeah. Yeah, that shit yeah. had me roll. <laughs> All right, moving along. Chappelle Show versus Sanford and Son. Oh, Chappelle Show. No doubt. Uh, I mean, all respect to Red Fox, but, yo, you got to go with Dave Chappelle. Like, like, in, like, Chappelle Show was the true successor to In Living Color. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you can't beat it. All right. The Boondocks versus Dragon Ball. Boondocks. Hands Dragon down. Ball. No, no, Boondocks. Boondocks. Listen. Dragon Ball. And, and I love both. Do not get me wrong. I All three seasons. Remember, there's only three seasons. I own all three of them. But it's just there's still... There's still that cut. There's still, and you gotta take, you gotta take into consideration the pop culture influence on that. Like they didn't. When I went to New York Comic Con, the freaking they had just the, the Dragon Ball display was like the size of my house and your house put together. God damn, that's that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you know, that's just Dragon Ball alone where, you know, the Boondocks has been dead and well, has been dead and gone for quite some time. Whereas like Dragon Ball, see, like you still see that everywhere. I mean, I will say like I, I will give Dragon Ball uh, credit for two things. One, like Dragon Ball Fighter Z was a fun fighting game that one time I played it at the Freddy Cub. Like that oh, was yeah, really. You heard a whole bunch of grown ass men screaming. <laughs> a bunch yeah, of grown uh, ass men that yeah. have wives and kids. Yes. Screaming like they were eight years old. Yeah, man. The yeah, simple like that. fact that something Dragon Ball theme like that, that Dragon Ball still has that effect yeah. on people. I. I'm sorry. I, I'm still waiting to see uh, Huey and Riley Freeman cosplay. I mean, it doesn't really see need a Dragon Ball cosplayer every event you go to. I mean, cos- cosplayers are gonna are gonna do their thing. But I mean, well, well, speaking of costumes, I will say like the second thing that I was gonna give Dragon Ball a credit for is that in AEW, that that uh, Portuguese wrestler Shauna, I mean, her Dragon Ball Z themed attire was pretty cool. I mean, I, I give credit for that. Yeah. Give credit where credits due. Um, yeah, but, but uh, um, I, when have you seen a wrestler dress do anything remotely to the Boondocks? Not that I'm trashing, but I'm not trashing the Boondocks at all. But I'm just saying, like you got, you have to take pop culture influence into consideration when it comes to this. Like there's so many shows that were on this that I never really watched, but I know the influence, and that's why I've been choosing them to win. Okay, 
I mean, that's I mean, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, but but I will say that I gave I gave Boondocks the edge because, you know, more interesting characters, uh, m- way more interesting storylines beyond just two characters going ah at each other. Um, better writing. I mean, it, it, you, you, I mean, it's kind of bizarre to compare both shows. But in this case, I have to give it to the Boondocks. I mean, because um, the Boondocks. Okay. Had, All had, right. Had, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it to the coin. I'll take right. it to the coin. Take it to the coin, uh, and I will say, Boondocks had a better voice cast. Can't, can't, can't. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, you can give it that. All right. Heads, Boondocks. Tails, Dragon Ball. Wait, that didn't flip right. Okay. All right. Get it together, bird. All right. What the hell is wrong? There we go. Uh, what does it say? Boondocks. Boondocks. I am the stone that the builder refused. The yes, I am the inspiration <laughs> that made ladies sing the blues on the high. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Simpsons versus Batman. Oh uh, man, I gotta go with Batman the Animated Series. Much as I like Simpsons, Batman the Animated Series, it's it's a it's a it's a classic. It still holds up. Um, so many memorable episodes. Same thing you could say for the Simpsons, but Batman, it. it oh man, I, I just this is love. Why we needed a third person for this. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just love Batman the Animated Series more. I just gotta say that. Alright. Breaking Bad versus the Sopranos. Oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Walter White all the way. Yeah. 24 versus The Wire. The Wire. No contest. Oh, I can't wait to get to that one. The Oh, The Price is Right versus Wheel of Fortune. Um... I'm gonna go with Wheel of Fortune, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Guts versus Jeopardy. Oh man. You know, I, I gotta go with Jeopardy on this one. And I like Guts. But Jeopardy, man. It's got Alice Trebek. It, it teases my brain. Je- Jeopardy, man. Jeopardy. Yeah, same, same. I mean if if Jeopardy had an aggro crag. I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Fresh Prince versus Chappelle. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is what this is what these are the nail biters. Yeah, this is where the rubber meets the road, man. Yeah. Um I gotta go with uh, Dave Chappelle. I gotta go with Dave Chappelle on this one. I mean, I love Fresh Prince, but Chappelle that edginess. Show. Yeah, it's got that the edginess. Yep. It has the edginess that Fresh Prince just couldn't take at that time. True. Yep. And uh um, that, and, that, and that's that's it. Yeah. And just to let you know, I'm having a blast rewatching the Fresh Prince again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially that episode where uh Hillary Banks' fiance died on the air. When he bungee yep. jumped, and saw that episode. 
Will you marry me? It's like, I'm no bungee expert or nothing, but I don't think he's supposed to be slamming it into the ground like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Boondocks versus Batman. Oh, man. You know, I still got to go with Batman. Batman's still still taking it. I mean, Boondocks put up a good fight. Uh, but uh, you can't you can't beat the greatness of uh, Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, Kevin Conroy. Can't semifinals is gonna be good. All right, now here's it. Here's your here's your here's your noodle scratcher. This one's gonna be the one to put you over. Breaking mm. Bad versus The Wire. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> You knew it was gonna come down to this. Oh my god, that! Yeah, I'm gonna have to take my glasses off for this one. I gotta, I gotta think, man. Um, god damn, I was afraid I of this. Gotta go, I gotta go with bad on that. Oh man, um, god, cause like for me, like it's. I, I for me Breaking Bad and The Wire those are two of my favorite shows of all time. Wait, wait, wait cuz you're, bre- you're you're breaking up. I'm missing. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry like yeah, like 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 I was saying like Breaking Bad and The Wire those are two of my favorite shows of all time. Like they could be tied for number 1 on my list. Can we take we gotta go. We gotta go with the coin flip. I I, I can't decide. I, I can't make a decision, man. Let, let 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 the coin choose. Let the coin choose. Aren't they tired of putting number one on your list? I mean, yeah, but you right, know what? Well, I'll, I'll take it to the coin. I'll take. All right, I'll take it yeah. to the coin. Heads. Yeah, it's the Blu-ray set right here, uh, man. The, the, I'll just spare. I'll spare you. I'll spare you. I will spare you. I'll okay. spare you the heartache. Okay. Heads. <laughs> Heads Breaking Bad. Tails mm-hmm. the Wire. Yeah. Let, let, let the coin decide. And the winner is Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad. Walter White, Jesse Pinkman prevail. Okay. Right. It was a good one. It's a good one. All right. You okay now? You need a bit you need a minute? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad I didn't have to choose. <laughs> All right. The battle of the seven to eight o'clock slot. Wheel of Fortune versus Jeopardy. Oh, it's come to that. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um You know what? I'm gonna roll up my boy Trebek on this one. Jeopardy. You got it? Really? Yeah, because like Jeopardy, Jeopardy was the more. I gotta go. Wheel, wheel was just like, but wheel was slightly more fun. Okay, yeah, certainly. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, but for me, Jeopardy had like those brain teasers that made you think and made you want to research facts. No, of course they did. But yeah, but sometimes you know those missing but those missing letters too will get you. True. You think it's one thing and it's another, so you still gotta think. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's hard, but uh, should we go to the coin for this one? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this, <laughs> this is that seven. This is that seven o'clock to eight o'clock. The two brain teaser shows that got you ready for whatever you was gonna watch at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. That still gets you to get you get geared up for whatever you're gonna watch at prime time eight o'clock. All right, yeah. let's do it. Right. Jeopardy. Jeopardy, okay. Jeopardy, All right, Jeopardy. All right, semifinals. All right. Semifinals. Chappelle Show versus Batman. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going with Batman the Animated Series, man. I'm going with really? Batman. Yeah, I, I'm Just going with Batman. It lasted, what, two more seasons longer? Um, Actually, it lasted one more season. Because if, if you count season three, like the lost episodes. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was counting. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, I'll... Yeah, I'm going with Batman the Animated Series because, like, it's... Yeah, I just have to. I just have to. As much as I like Chappelle's show. So. So. so now, this one's going to be... This one's going to be... Oh, what's up? You kind of... Oh, you're, you're kind of breaking up there. Okay, yeah, all right. You was bringing that up to uh, Breaking Bad versus Jeopardy. Oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, you're not even a question. Well, we are down to the last two, good sir. All right. Batman versus Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad for the win. Breaking Bad. I mean, as much as legendary as... Yeah, yes. (laughs) As, as legendary as Batman the Animated Series is, you got to give it up to Vincent Gilligan's series, man. Breaking Bad is exceptional television. 62 episodes, not one wasted moment. Great acting, exceptional writing. That is the quintessential TV show of the modern age. Yep, and there we have it. Yeah, so the winner. I finished it. Yes. The greatest TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. Is Breaking Bad. You're goddamn right. Heisenberg. Yes, man. And you gotta you gotta watch that show, man. Like like it's got some great antagonists too, like um, you know, Gus Fring when Giancarlo Esposito comes on that show. Wow. You see Gus Fring. I learned that he is in everything. He's in a lot of stuff, yeah. He really is. He's a working actor. You know, he's come a long way since Do the Right Thing as Bugging Out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He was in Do the Right Thing, and then he was in The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he played... Uh... Hold on, I can't think of his name right now, but let me just... Oh, I still got the drawing app. I've been doing a shit ton of drawing lately, too. Nice. Yeah, I gotta show you the uh, Joker that I did today. 
Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Okay. Yeah, that's his name. Former okay. officer of the Imperial of the Imperial Security Bureau, the Galactic the Galactic Empire's secret police, whose life changed after the Rebel Alliance slash New Republic destroyed the Second Death Star. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, that's it. All right, that was a that was a pretty that was pretty fun, man. That was a good that was a good tournament. Good wrap up of it the was, goat team. It was. I can't wait for can't wait for what you deliver for uh, the next one and episode. Was let me see two hundred. I know we're gonna do just like a little retrospect. I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, or we can or we can do the next tournament. I mean, I'm fine with either one. I mean, we'll see. It. We'll see how we're feeling. We'll see how we're feeling. Yeah. All right, comes. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what we would have so far. Let me see. Uh, should we do a question of the week? Um. Well, before we do a question of the week, I just want to read John Haponic's email. It's been a while. Oh, since shoot, yeah. Go, go, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, subject subject line from John Haponic reads: Carl, what were you thinking? says, Carl, no, no, come on. You can trash all the DC property you want, even though Birds of Prey was incredible and likely a future Oscar winner. But how can you seriously not have watched The Wire? It's one of the most epic shows and years since it last aired. No excuses. While I've coincidentally sided with Victor on virtually every poll, but this wire nonsense is inexcusable. What a cruel world. Disappointed supervillain, John Haponic. <laughs> I did not have HBO for the longest time. Yeah. Just you never got around to never got around to watching it. So Yeah. Okay. So that's I, fair. I got the app now. The thing is I have the app now and it's on the app. So I have the access to it, but it's just like one of those, oh, I'll get around to it. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, a lot of TV shows are like that for me, too. Yeah. So it will happen. It will happen. Yeah. But uh, question of the week. All right. What is a underrated, what was an underrated video game soundtrack? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good question. I like that. I'm gonna have to kind of think about that one for a moment. Uh, what what you got? Because I, I might have a few answers. SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Okay. That really? Was such a good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um. Let me see. As far as like soundtracks or. Like when you say a soundtrack, do you mean like licensed music? I mean, yeah, that game had licensed music. Oh, just like soundtracks. You can also count the score as well. Oh, okay. 
Um, I will say like games with good, like like an underrated score. I will say Odin Sphere, uh, which is which originally came out for the PS2. It's also on the PS4. Um, that had an excellent like orchestral score. Like it sounded like it could could have come straight from a movie. Um, but that's by VanillaWare. Um, let me see. There's also oh man, underrated scores. Or soundtracks. Um, I would say Blood, Bloodborne. Bloodborne probably doesn't doesn't get a lot of a lot of uh, like it's it's got it's got good reviews for, like for its soundtrack, but Bloodborne has a lot of good compositions to it too. You love the game so much. Yeah, Bloodborne is like wow. I can play that game over and over. I beat the game three times. That's like my favorite from software game. I can't like, knock I, it because I've beaten Uncharted for that many times as well. So, <laughs> and Spider Man, and Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Oh, oh, I will say this though. Um, uh, the score for Uncharted Three, I'd say, is underrated because the Uncharted the Drake's Deception, because it kind of like echoes Lawrence of Arabia, the movie. Like that's excellent. Yeah. That was a really good score. Um. And also, Grand Theft Auto V's original score by Tangerine Dream, like that was really good too. Tangerine Dream, <laughs> you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. Actually, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So yeah, that'll be on our social medias within a day or two. Um, Thank y'all for tuning in. You can catch us everywhere. Yep. Sorry, we get the roll. Let's get the roll call real quick. iTunes, leave us that five star review. Spotify, SoundCloud, select episodes on YouTube as well. You can find us on the social medias on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, got it all. Why did I feel like there was going to be more? Yeah, yeah, you pretty much hit all the buttons, man. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so yeah man that that pretty much wraps it up and uh next week or maybe the week after depending on what happens uh we'll hit episode 200 man two double up 200 damn that's a milestone that is it's you know a milestone. What? regardless while we're recording i will have a drink for us to, with yeah. us to celebrate Hey, that's what's up, man. We, we, hey. we will do that. We will have drinks while we're recording this episode to celebrate 200. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. And we can probably maybe get some guests uh, to join us, too. Maybe maybe we'll get that going. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some get some peeps to join us uh, on the festivities, on the pre-recorded, pre-taped festivities. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's cool that we're doing this from the, you know, but I just, being there is much better for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, being live, being live on Facebook live is cool, is even better, but you know, at least we're do at least we have the means to do, to do these episodes, which is better than none. So, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But all right, man. Uh, yeah, that that pretty much wrapped it up for episode 199. Uh, yeah, uh, as always, you can thank so much for watching and listening. And as always, we'll catch you on the flip. 
Peace out, nerds. Later.